God damn, I need IPA. This is Beering Ain't Easy, your podcast for beer humor, dad humor, and beer tastings from Texas and beyond. So crack one if you got one and turn it up. All right, everyone, welcome to Beer and Ain't Easy, episode 31 with Adam and Drew. Adam and Drew coming in with a new intro. What do you think? I think everyone is going to love it. So last week, we had a a dad-centric episode. It was talking about baby life, and we promised you a beer-centric episode today. And so we brought on a very unique brewery today, Martin House. Getting freaky with Martin House. You can't say it any better way than that. (laughs) We have some freaky, unique beers that we're going to feature today. But before that, let's talk a little bit about beer trends for 2021. So I was reading this article and it was talking about what are the big trends for this year? Because a lot of people really just whiffed last year. They put these predictions out, then COVID happened and it was like, oh yeah, sorry, in-person breweries. No, that's not going to be super popular. (laughs) (laughs) Not have then. What are your predictions on what what does the beer life look like this year? It's got to be the revival of the in-person breweries. Yeah, you think it's coming back stronger oh, than ever? It's coming back. I don't know. I, I, I think there'll be a little hesitancy, at least at the first half of the year, to, to really go full full charge again. Well, you can't make a prediction about the first half of the year when it's <laughs> April. I mean, we're mid-April. There's... A month and a half left in the first half of the year. Okay, fair enough. So I'm talking second half 2021. I think breweries will come back, but I think it's still going to be all about that outdoor space. I think people are still going to, they're going to have a year of like wanting to get the fuck away from people and they still want that space. They want that buffer. They don't want that sweaty dude rubbing up against them at the bar. I don't ever want to be around people again. (laughs) (laughs) It's been glorious. It's been been awesome. (laughs) But that's the best part about going to a brewery anyways, like even before COVID. So COVID really just helped the breweries get a better outdoor setup. Yeah. The other thing that was talked about in the article is like the beer fads on the types of beer. You know, last year, the last couple of years, people have been moving away from these bourbon barrel aged stouts and those big bombs. And they, you know, hazies, obviously, they're not going away anytime soon. Not if I have anything to do with it. You know, sours and fruited sours have made a big push. But the biggest thing they were saying that's on the trajectory to be the big boom is the seltzers and the low alcohol beers like session beers and seltzers. So, well, I'm not I'm not surprised at all because. All of us just sat inside for a year and fattened up. And so now everyone is hitting those locale beers. They it's it's out of necessity. Just like those non-alcoholic beers we were drinking, people are getting on the train. <laughs> 60 cal. <laughs> the last thing on that list that I thought was kind of interesting, and I think this has been talked about since COVID, is since so many people are making canned beer now instead of draft beer. There's been a a pretty significant can shortage, so much so that some breweries have had to like buy old cans off of mass-produced breweries and relabel them. Yeah, I've actually noticed that like several times since this COVID situation started is like where I've 
drank a beer from like a smaller brewery and I see the label of like a big brewery underneath it. Yeah. It's kind of weird because you think like they'd make more of an effort to like package it so that you can't see the other label. Yeah, they just slapped it on and be like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, these beer drinkers don't really give a shit, which I really don't give a shit. So they're yeah. pretty much right on that. So that reminds me of like a hilarious story from a few months ago that was on the Houston Craft Beer Society where someone was being a mule for someone else to buy beer. And they went to a brewery and they picked up a bunch of cans. And some of those cans happened to be the repackaged cans. And so they gave it to this person and that person literally thought they were being ripped off that someone just bought labels and put it on some other beer and tried to sell it to him at a premium. <laughs> and they were bitching this person out and they're like, what the hell, man? I just muled beers for you. <laughs> and they're like bitching about these cans. It's and, a dog eat dog world uh, out there. And on Facebook, it's just, you get some characters on there. It's only, it's only proper to take out your fuse on Facebook in front of, <laughs> in front of the whole world to see. <laughs> I think it's funny because like, you know, like Instagram and stuff, you can kind of hide behind a fake persona, yeah. but like Facebook, it's like, it's like, it's, it's you. <laughs> it's like, but people, that doesn't stop them. They're still like, they're, they're yeah, still they don't just, care. They're just like, let the ignorance fly. <laughs> That's the COVID world we live in now. <laughs> it's like people are so isolated that they want their faces out there and they don't care if it's in the most negative they don't light. Care. They, <laughs> they don't just want to be seen. They just, <laughs> just want to be heard. They want to be heard. All right. So we want to you want to get into the Martin House? Let's make this happen. So Martin House is in Fort Worth, Texas, and they make normal beers. I think we had brown ale on that was pretty good on one yeah, of our past episodes. Yep. A Bach is what we had. But they also make some experimental beers, and that's what we're focused on today. And the first one that I think came out that became popular and really went wild was this best made sour pickle beer and I got to be honest, I hate pickles. What is your stance on pickles? I love pickles. Oh, this is great. But I've never once thought, man, I want a pickle beer. And so I'm actually, I have seen this beer literally 10,000 times in stores. And I have always wondered what it's like. Well, we're about to find out. We're about to find out. I'm pretty, I'm kind of excited. Yeah, I don't know what to think because, like I said, I hate pickles to the point where if I accidentally get it on my hamburger, I'm like using a knife to scrape off the pickle juice from my bun. That's how much I hate pickles. Oh, man. <laughs> so I, I've got... Oh, it smells pickly. I've got very low expectations for this one and nothing against Martin House, but really just everything against pickles. Have you smelled it? Oh, yeah, that's... Pickly. It's almost got like a pickle champagne smell to it. <laughs> <laughs> Bottoms up. Bottoms up. Ooh, that's sour. It tastes like pickle. Ooh, you got a little pucker. A pucker going there on this one. What is the ABV of this beer? 4.7%. So is it like a sour? Is the style of beer a sour or does it it does says it even say it says sour pickle beer so i think th th it tastes like a sour you know like when i've seen this beer in stores i've always like envisioned it tasting like overwhelming pickle juice mm -hmm. and that's exactly what i'm getting i actually don't dislike it as much as i dislike eating pickles on a hamburger i think i need to eat it with a hamburger to fully appreciate yes. it yes 
that was where we that's where we failed is we yes. should have had some snacks and some food up in here <laughs> absolutely oh man so talking about martin house while i'm slowly sipping on this beer i read an article about them just because i was curious because sometimes they come up with some really weird stuff like i I've, we've got a pretty good lineup today, but there's a couple missing that I couldn't get my hands on that I've seen. One of them, which was a buffalo wings called Buffalo Wings. Oh, I, I want to try that. And the other one was ranch dressing. So you could actually, like some people have mixed the ranch and the buffalo wings just to make like a combo. Yeah. But both of those just, they're just wacky. The ranch... Sounds absolutely disgusting. <laughs> Did you look up the untapped ratings on that? No, I didn't, but maybe we should on the show. Yeah. We, we, maybe that should be towards the end. We start looking at what some of their, their beers are rated. Yeah, that would be interesting. So I looked at this article because I was like, why are they making these beers? Like, what are they trying to prove? And I thought it was a gimmicky thing to get a bunch of sales. But the more I read about it, you know how like during COVID, we started a podcast because we needed some shit to do. That was, this was like their COVID out. They have a bunch of small batch stuff that they they were making and they're like, let's just experiment. And so they just, I just imagine these dudes just like, you know, dudes and gals just like brewing the shit and just, I imagine them smoking a lot of weed while they're doing this just naturally, but (laughs) they're like, Hey dude, let's make a beer that tastes like a pizza. (laughs) (laughs) They even did an interview and they were like, okay, we want people to tell us if this is the worst beer they've ever drank. Just be honest, like be brutally honest and be like, this beer sucks, make something different or make more of this so i got a lot more respect for them when i read that because i you just never know what to think when you have a brewery that does this weird stuff and the more i read it i was like oh these they sound pretty cool yeah that's that's interesting and this beer is interesting it is drew you're on the hot seat what is your untapped rating man pickle beer i gotta go 3.0 really yeah I thought you were going lower. It's the sourness that keeps me in. It's like super sour and and I enjoy that. See, I think it's the sourness that keeps me out. Okay. Because you don't like sours in the first place. Uh, No. So like, I'm thinking this is a 2.5. Okay. It just, it's too much pickle and then the sourness on top of it. You made me go first when really I was shooting too high. I want to change my rating now. That is not allowed. I, I think you have a 30-second window. Isn't that a rule? <laughs> it should be in the rules. Yeah, the more I think about it, I was just thinking, I'm kind of done drinking this beer, and that's only like three or four sips. And so, by nature, that probably shouldn't be a 3.0 beer. Absolutely not. Yeah. So, hard pass on this one. <laughs> on to the next. On to the next. I'm saying Mark and for a pickle. How about two sips? Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, next up we have Space Pizza, which is a pizza beer. Let me crack this bad boy open. I feel like we need some sort of like the space music with that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so two questions to get started. What do you think this beer is going to look like? Whew, that's I, I think it's going to look like like a pale ale. I think it's going to look like a red ale. Okay. Oh, that's that's interesting. 
And for the record, Adam and I have not looked up anything about these beers other than just going into the store and picking it up. That's definitely darker than a pale ale. I think it's more of just like a a traditional like West Coast IPA look. Okay. Before you do anything, I already ruined it because I smelled it. What do I think it's going to taste what like? What do you think it's going to taste like? My prediction, since it's a pizza beer, I think it's going to taste like oregano. It smells 100% like oregano. Holy moly. <laughs> and I love oregano. Yeah. So I think I think this beer is going to be good. I think this is going to be like a, a one beer situation. Yeah. But I think it's going to be good. I, I feel like a beer like this could complement, like if you were going literally to go eat pizza, I could see maybe pairing one with food. I don't know if it'd be good like with pizza, like maybe like with like an appetizer. So since this is a pizza beer, do you need to drink like a like another beer with it? Like your your meal is in one and your beer is in the other? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, I do. I, I did. Full disclosure, I'm drinking an IPA on the side here. Yeah. To cleanse your palate? Yep. Dude, this is liquid pizza. I've never tasted anything like it. it it's not like the Primo pizza that you go buy at the store. Oh, it's delicious. It, it is delicious, but it, it's like those old school like buffet pizza places you go to as a kid and you just eat a ton of... It's like, that's what it tastes like. It tastes like a Supreme pizza to me. Yeah? It's got a little spiciness to it. Yeah. Right? Like you can almost like... I can taste some vegetables. And yes. It. It's the pepper. You get like a yeah. green peppers or bell peppers in there. I almost felt like I was getting a hint of olive. I've got to say, this is as advertised. This is liquid pizza right here. I like it. Yeah. It's like far exceeding my expectations. Yeah. And I am digging the can because the space pizza has what looks like the USS Enterprise from Star Trek on there. A nerd like myself can appreciate that. <laughs> so I just did the uh, take a sip, follow with a drink of my IPA. Yeah. And it's perfect. It's a perfect combo. Perfect so you can combo. double fist. This oh, is I, even better. Not only could you, but you should. It's a liquid diet. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so before these beers, have you ever had a food beer? I certainly have not had as much of a food beer as these. So like I've had some stouts that were like your pretty dessertish type mm-hmm. beer. I'd say like the closest thing would be like a habanero stout. So I've had yeah. I've had a couple of different versions of that. Nice. How about you? I, I had one oregano beer at a pizza place in Little Rock. Um, I don't re- really remember much about it, but the only, the one that I had that was probably the most unique is there was this place in Rice Village uh, called that before it shut down. It was called Two Rows, and it was kind of like it's kind of like BJ's where they brew their own beer, but it's mainly a food joint. Okay. And one time they made this like jalapeno lager and it, it was hot. Like you took a couple sips and you're like, oh, this is pretty good. But man, you you had the forehead sweat going like halfway through that, that glass. So wasn't a huge fan. So that's probably about as weird as it gets for me. And this is a, a whole new level today. What do you think the ABV of this beer is? 5.3. 6.2. Okay. I think before this episode's over, you're going to have to pull up your phone to like confirm like what types of beers these are called. If I mean, it's just an ale, I guess. Well, no, it's actually a pizza beer. Oh, okay. It's its own category. <laughs> it should be its own category. Oof. Yeah. Untapped's got to have a new category. <laughs> I can just like feel myself burping up this 
the next day. That's the downside. <laughs> All right. Since I had to go first last time, you're in the hot seat on the space pizza beer. What is your untapped rating? It far exceeded my expectations, but it was still too funky. I'm teetering between two ratings. One of the toughest. You just got to grab the bull by its horns. 3.0. 3.0. I went 3.25 on Space Pizza. You know, I was anywhere between 3.0 and 3.75, but as I just talked myself through it in my head, I would never get this beer again. Even though you said that you were going to drink it as your meal? Well, I just... I <laughs> you love, were talking it up. <laughs> I love pizza, though. I love pizza, and so I would much rather have actual pizza. I think if you rated it based on, did they nail what they were going for, they would have gotten a 5.0 on that. They nailed, oh, yeah. they nailed what a pizza beer You could not taste like. make a beer taste more like pizza than that beer. Space pizza. <laughs> I'm kind of ready to move on to dessert. And this one is Bananas Foster coming in at 6% ABV. I don't know who this guy is supposed to be on there. Uh, Does he look familiar to you? I think that's Jesus. It's like if Jesus was a jolly chef. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like Jesus is the drink... Too many banana foster beers. Yeah, I was about to say, it's, it's a plus size Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I may get struck by lightning here shortly. Yeah. <laughs> it's much lighter, much lighter colored. I'm trying to pick out the flavors in the in the nose. Banana. Yeah, that's pretty much it right there. <laughs> Dessert beer with bananas, cinnamon, and rum flavoring. So I get a little bit of rum in the nose. I expected this to be sweeter. It's not like as sweet as I thought it was going to be. Everything about this beer is different than I was envisioning. So for one, I was envisioning it to be like black. It's more like a amber. On the taste, it kind of reminds me of banana pudding to me. It's it's not like a really overpowering flavor. It's like a subtle banana and sweetness. It's almost a light, easy drink. You know, it's not as heavy as I thought it would be. It's kind yeah, of like, I thought it would. I was well when you said that it was only six, what six percent? Yeah, ABV. I was expecting it to be like nine or ten. Hmm. So, banana Foster. What are you rating this? This one didn't wow me. Uh, I, I'd probably just give it a a 3.0. I'm going a 3.5. Okay. It was... You, you a banana fan? I am a banana fan. And I'm a beer fan. Yeah, that's a good combo. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of interesting because we had the, the pickles for the appetizer, the pizza for dinner, and now we're moving on to dessert, which we ended up with two desserts. Which you've got to introduce us on the final beer. Get that drum roll going. No problem with a second dessert. I feel like this last one, it was like saving the best for last. The one that my expectation that I would like the most. So tell us what we got. Puppy chow. Heck yeah, man. So we're looking at a stout with 
powdered sugar, chocolate, peanut butter, and checks. So what? that's what's interesting, and checks. So everything else I could see it kind of rolling together. Yeah. But is there a saltiness to this? Beer? Oh, that would be awesome. What I want to know is that it's like a you know pastry stout with lots of ag- adjuncts in it, lots of additives. Is it going to pour out and have a glob of solids like that one beer you had? I hope not. <laughs> that is why I'm pouring mine first, so I get it off the top. <laughs> I'll get the, the dregs. So this beer is coming in at 8% ABV. It is definitely a stout. My wife Meredith, after having the baby, has had like a sugar craving, and she bought a bag of pre-made Money Buddies, and so we actually had some Money Buddies this week, so I can I can fall back on that, and so I can really tell you, did this nail it or not? Should I go see if we still have some? Tempting. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely get the checks and saltiness, and the powdered sugar. I feel like those are the some of the flavors I got first. Yeah, there's definitely peanut butter in it too, right? Yeah, peanut butter. I'm missing the chocolate flavor. Yeah, there's not a lot of chocolate. I get powdered sugar, peanut butter, and checks. It's like leaving a powder sugar texture on my tongue. It's almost like a little bit of a aftertaste. It's like, like you need little, to drink some water, like chalky. Yeah, it's good, but that is a little bit of a detractor. It almost like dries your mouth out a little bit towards the end. So while we're drinking this stout and trying to figure out what it's all about we're rhyming now <laughs> if you could talk to the the brewers of martin house and you could give them a request of anything any food you've had any drink you've had what do you want them to make well that is difficult because i didn't know they made a wing beer and that is what i was going to go with that was your go-to beef stroganoff Whoa, that's just out of nowhere. (laughs) That's like an April Fool's joke. (laughs) Martin House, that is your challenge. So if I was going to talk to Martin House, as a kid, I was a huge Little Debbie's fan. What I would like for them to make is an oatmeal cream pie stout. So OCPs into a stout. That's what I'd like to see. See, I feel like that's not It's not unique freaky enough. enough. That's not freaky enough because that's already stoutish. Mm. Whataburger gravy. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're talking. Martin House, can you pull it off? Whataburger gravy. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me. I've, I've got a pretty sweet meme that I'll be putting out on our Instagram and Facebook page with regard to Martin House and their selection of beers. Go on. It has to do with Whataburger gravy. (laughs) That's all I can say at this point. (laughs) All right. What are you thinking? What are you rating this beer? I'm going to go with 3.5 on this one. I enjoy it. It's sweet. It's my favorite one out of the bunch we've had. But because you mentioned a little bit of that dryness towards the end, it's all these beers are still a little freakier than I would normally where my comfort zone is. <laughs> my safe zone. <laughs> my safe place. I'm going to go with 3.25. I think the banana foster was better. Okay. This one's just odd to me. 
I did just burp and I could <laughs> get pizza. No, actually checks. <laughs> That was what was so interesting is because I was out of everything, I didn't expect it to be checks. So to just gut check your final ratings there, when we finish this, which one of these are you going to pour and get seconds on? I think I'll do seconds on the banana foster. I okay. do. But I think I, I'll do seconds on the pizza. Interesting. I don't think I'll do seconds on the sour pickle or the puppy chow. Sorry, pickle beer, but uh, you're not for us. <laughs> but I feel like I have so much closure after this episode because I have looked at that damn beer so many times in the store, and I've always like been like, hmm, I wonder what that beer is like. And yeah, I've been dying to do a Martin House episode because even if these weren't my favorite beers in the world, it was a ton of fun to do this, and it makes me want to go get their buffalo wings and their ranch beer just so, to say I've had it, right? I want their buffalo wing. We can mix the ranch, the buffalo, and the pizza beer. Buffalo pizza beer. I think that is a beer and easy experiment in the making. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the entertainment factor alone made it worth buying these beers, but highly recommend buying those singles and not splurging for that four pack until you've tried them. All right. I think I think that's enough enough talk for today. That's a wrap. Getting freaky with Martin House. <laughs> Get your freak on. Thanks for listening, y'all. We'll see you next time. This has been a Bearing Ain't Easy production in Houston, Texas. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram. And if you want to see what we're drinking, our untapped handles are Bearing Ain't Easy Adam and Bearing Ain't Easy Drew. 